welcome, welcome back. Uh, I'm super pumped. Uh, I'd like to say this is the first show, but this is the second show, technically. Pilot episode went great, so I think we're going to keep this rocking. I'm super excited to uh, to do this. This is fun. Um, if you missed it last time, which a lot of people won't hear it, um, my name is Zach Maloche. I am from the Bay Area, California, from San Jose, actually. I'm a full-time musician, photographer, and have recently just gotten laid off from Facebook. So I now currently spend my time taking care of my daughter, who's a year and a half, and my nephew, who is two years old. And uh, we have a blast. It's fun. I'm digging this. Getting laid off sucks, but uh, it's not for me. I'm having a blast. This is great. I get up every day make the kids breakfast, we watch a little TV, we go outside, maybe read a book, we go definitely go for a walk and hit the park every morning pretty much. Um, Friday I'm looking to take them to the beach. Uh, so yeah, we'll dive into that more. Um, I got laid off from Facebook and I'm pumped and I'll be pumping this through the, through the, whole, through the whole shows or through all the shows I should say. And um, we'll keep it funky like that. I mean, I, I'm definitely enjoying my time and I'm gonna, I'm gonna express it to everybody. And this show is definitely for everybody. Uh, anybody in the greater Bay Area, or if you're listening afar on the East Coast, or even streaming this in Europe, I mean, we all get traffic jams. This is all for the working people, you know. The guys just trying to get out and golf on the on the weekends, get away from their wives. The uh, the the techies, engineers, you know, all the all these guys that are just stuck on a on a shuttle working, and you know, the teachers and the and the postal workers, everybody, you know, anybody just just on the day-to-day hunt like myself. So this is gonna be fun. Um, we should dive into a couple things today. Um, well, first, it's a beautiful day here in, in San Jose. I'm looking out the window right now, uh, sitting in my office, which is actually uh, mine and my daughter's, technically. Um, it's her changing room slash room, and then the other half is my office, which at a glance, looks like a nice little office setup. It's got some nice pictures, some photography I've taken. It's all framed. Um, can't go wrong. I'm definitely comfy in my um, my bare feet, some comfy clothes, and um, yeah, I'm ready to rock this. Probably won't have a whole lot of time today. I got a late start. Um, I'm mixing down uh, the album, as I probably mentioned, and um, if not, my band is recording a new album. My band, Ray Frankly. And we, uh, yeah, that's getting going and uh, mixing down a track, getting it ready for vocals. Everything sounds great. Uh, we'll be hearing definitely more about this as the as the days continue. Um, so yeah, gonna keep it short. Uh, the kids' nap time's almost up. I usually try to start this as they're pretty much passing out, but again, just mixing and you know, super pumped on that. So I wanted to attack it as much as I could while I had some while I had some quiet time. Um, so it is the uh, the week after Labor Day weekend, so we're in September. Um, Labor Day was fun. Didn't do a whole lot. I'm unemployed, so I don't, you know, I guess I can't, I don't know if I'm allowed. I saw on Facebook I'm not allowed if I'm not in a union or unemployed to be able to celebrate uh, Labor Day, which is fine. Um, I love wearing white on on day after Labor Day. I wish I had a white suit on right now. I didn't even think about it. Uh, so yeah, whatever. I didn't even barbecue anyway. I'm so freaking tired with these kids all day. I mean, they're super easy, but man, I'm just, I'm just wrecked at the end of the night, as I'm sure some of you are as well. Um, and hell, you know, maybe traffic's uh, good for some of you. You don't have to, uh, <laughs> have to get home as quick. Uh, me on the other hand, 
I didn't like traffic. I wanted to punch myself in the fucking face every night. And then I get home and just not want to do anything. Like, and just, I don't know. It's just very, it's not motivated for me, I guess, to be working for the man, uh, if you will. And I don't know. I've been like that since I was young. Uh, I dropped out of high school early, I guess, and I benefited more off uh, real-life situations uh, or real life, if you will, the things that teachers try to tell you is going to happen if you don't finish high school. Well, that's exactly what I did. Uh, you know, sold some drugs here and there. You know, had to get, had to get by. I learned, I learned some trades, and uh, it worked well for a while. And when it ended, it ended, and that sucked, and... Now I'm just uh, just an average guy trying to trying to get out and play some golf and play music with my friends and enjoy my beautiful family. Um, yeah, man. You know, I'm especially now. We're just gonna be hanging. Uh, I'm gonna bring in some more uh, some some more sports. Definitely coming your way. I'm a big golfer. Grew up playing baseball and didn't play football. Uh, but played baseball pretty heavily. Got into skateboarding. And uh, I love all sports. Uh, baseball is my number one sport that I follow. Uh, golf, hockey, um, and then everything else. Um, football's in there. I'm not a avid, avid, avid football guy. Um, maybe if I played football growing up, I probably it would entice me more. But um, I love football. I love everything about it. I love watching football. I love getting up on Sunday with the family. Monday night football with some KFC or something on a rainy day. In fall, that is what I'm all about. I love it. But I just happen to love baseball more. Big San Francisco Giants fan. So you'll be hearing a lot about that. Also, my daughter did say, go Giants the other day. I'm so happy about that. It brought a tear to my eye. Um, just like Boach leaving, that's going to bring a tear to my eye. Uh, Bruce Bochy, manager for for a while now. Uh, brought us three, three championships. Uh, can't ask for anything more out of a manager. Um, I grew up playing catcher. He played catcher, so naturally I gravitate towards him. I to me, he's one of the last, you know, of the dying breed of uh, of that type of manager, the old school ball. Uh, I remember on the little what was it hard knocks they did after they won one of the World Series or something like that, and they or I think it was before that, but they brought Brandon Belt up, Brandon Belt up, and uh, he starts crying. You know, hey, we're gonna keep you, and you see Boach just kind of laughing and. <laughs> You know, you want a beer? <laughs> you know, just super, super old school uh, baseball guy. You know, reminds me of Lou Brown from Major League, um, if you're all familiar with that movie. So, yeah, love baseball. Hope I get to get my daughter out there. Um, the season ends pretty soon here. I would love for one of her first game, well, her, for her first San Francisco Giants game to be one of Bochy's last, uh, last uh, games. Uh, my nephew, one of my nephews was born in 2010, and then the then the uh, Giants won the World Series. Uh, unfortunately, they're not doing that. But now that my daughter's born, next year Boach is retiring, which I think is monumental, and should be celebrated like it like it has been. So yeah, um, golf. You know, not too much golf lately. Uh, the back was hurting. I had a gas bubble. It wasn't all that fun for a while for me, but I'm doing better. And yeah, I'm happy to do this. Um, let's round it up. Um, I was kind of tagging this one round two, so um, this is episode one officially. But this is uh, this is round two, so let let's get it today, huh? Yeah. So um, I don't know. I wanted to talk a little bit about Woodstock. Um, I just watched the the documentary. Um, that one that just came out on Netflix. 
was it three days that changed change history or change music i believe three oh here it is three days that defined a generation it's a great flick um i've seen a lot of uh, woodstock documentaries this one's by barack or barrick goodman and don cleasley it's great uh I think it. I think it filled in a lot of gaps. I think it filled a lot of holes in that maybe weren't explained better in the other ones. Like, uh, I mean, what's the Woodstock one, the original one, the one that I, I believe is just. I think the original guys that filmed it put all that together, or however. I'm pretty sure PBS was involved. However, that went down. I could be wrong about the PBS thing. I just know they have their hands all over the Woodstock documentaries. I believe, but uh, the original one, it was great. It gave you a great great overview of everything you got to see the band's performances i mean it, it's the real deal that that that's awesome uh this one talks about a lot of the same stuff but gets into a little more details about the um i don't know well for one the one thing i really enjoyed was they kind of uh, I, I feel like other other documentaries about woodstock had a negative look on the town holding woodstock i, I remember seeing stuff about you know down with the hippies and you know the, the town wasn't all that that great about it and they were mad at the guy who loaned him the land the guy that owned the dairy the dairy farm and um that the the woodstock was on I, you know i heard everybody was mad at him and all that stuff so uh it was cool to see the other side where it was that they actually had footage of the townspeople like welcoming the crowds in um with peace signs up and sitting on their front porch as Basically, their town got clogged up, which we all know, and we've all seen the footage and 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 know that it's true. But they kind of dive into it more, and they have other footage. I, I I'm more than positive there's footage I've never I've never seen just of the traffic jams and people driving by and waving as there's five of them on the back of a you know Skylark or a station wagon, and everyone's just trying to get as close as they can to the show to get out or to get up there. Um, I believe everybody, people started showing up a day early and they didn't have the fence up. Um, the, the fence didn't get put up. I think they had to decide whether or not they were going to put the fence up or finish the stage. So I think morning of people were already camped out on, on the, on the grounds and they didn't even have a gate up to sell tickets or even recoup the ticket stubs that they sold already. So yeah, you feel, you feel a little intensity about it. Um, or you feel the intensity from it uh you know it's fascinating to me because you know I've, I've been a musician pretty much my whole life i've just been in and basically enamored with um stage production and and and, and all and just everything and back then was such a, a innovative time you know even like just bringing in the helicopter to get the bands in and you know I, it, it was crazy it was crazy talked about the volunteers and you know, they thought the governor was going to send in the, uh, the National Guard because the, the governor uh, was against it. And he was in in touch with what's his, uh, Michael Landon and all the other the organizers. And he was waiting for something bad to happen so he could send in the National Guard because, you know, it was that time. It was that era. I mean, 69, um, you know, I didn't live it personally, but, you know, I'm from all I'm a, I'm a huge history buff. You know, from all the stuff I've seen, it was, it was a hard it was a hard time. And they explained that in the other um, documentaries of, you know, the anti-hippie movement, the war was going and, and, and it was just kind of just this negative outlook on, on everything. But yeah, so, I mean, before I start rambling, yeah, it just really, 
it was very positive, a very positive uh, reinforcement to all the other ones, in my opinion. Um, and it got into the bands and stuff a little bit. It's definitely something everyone should check out. And it, it just it had me thinking. And again, you know, being being around all that that state the stage stuff and just watching all that get put up and the rain came and they had to tear it down. I mean, this was all you know one of the first times or. I mean, I know that wasn't the first festival at the time, but something on that scale, going through so much, I guess, adversity, different thing, you know, nature being thrown at you and and all that stuff, um, just to put a show on, and for three days too, and they didn't even they didn't even try just like one show. They they just three days. Here we go. We're gonna do this all, and uh, tickets were, oh man, tickets were cheap. I remember seeing it. It was like, what, twelve bucks in advance or something like that, and. And it was it was it was whatever it came out to 120 160 dollars now um but it was it was just so cheap yeah I'm, I'm reading here the, the the venue was or the uh they leased the land or something for like 10 grand this was small town small town new york you know um it's crazy you just you, the, the place just got flooded it's just amazing it's amazing that time too you know that things could come together like that and and music really, really bringing it together for the people and, you know, different races out there and, you know, just all kinds of stuff. It was such a beautiful time, you know, and it's, it, it's unfortunate that the, and this is what I wanted to dive into next was, it's unfortunate that they couldn't do the Woodstock 50th anniversary show. Uh, I have mixed feeling, feelings about it. Uh, I don't. I'm not bummed it didn't happen. I don't. I think it would have been a mess. I have this theory of like if you get away with it once and it's amazing. That's that. I mean, that's great. Um, if you do it again and it's good, you know, aka Woodstock '94. That was pretty awesome. They filmed it. I mean, I still watch footage and there's memorable performances and I'm like, oh, I need to see that. You know, um, yeah, those are dope. Uh, I don't think there was a positive outcome after 99, I believe it was, with Chili Peppers, you know, DMX. Uh, it was when a lot of a lot of the new era of bands were kind of coming in. And um, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if they could reduplicate what was once was. I, I mean, if that makes sense, if I even said that right. But, you know, uh, uh, just a quick little story. I mean, my band through a party bus and we've done a bunch well four we've done a bunch but um you know it, it was a great marketing idea you sell a, a ticket with the, you know it was a package deal and it included whatever it was it included the the bus ticket your ticket into the show and basically whatever was like left over paid for all this booze that we put in the back of the bus and they were great the first one was freaking amazing it was just off the chain off the chain and but then it, at some point in the night it it just got crazy uh it got it got crazy i mean i could, I could get into detail um but i mean use your imagination you know how um how old were we then man i had to have been like 22 23 and i mean all kinds of cocaine on the bus you know uh, and it's a bunch of other 22 to 30 somethings all in a bus that never met you know we we slammed the bus we wanted everybody on there we didn't care who it was, people's co-workers their cousins whatever um 
so I, I, I mean, what I'm getting at is, you know, I mean, the, it was, it was chaotic. It was just fucking chaotic too. When we got back, um, it was, it was a mess. We're lucky we didn't get fined. We're lucky, uh, you know, cause of the bus company, the show was great. I mean, fucking amazing show that night. I'm getting chills right now. thinking about that night, just the show itself, but it just got sour. And I, I, I don't think we needed to do the second one. I don't think we should have had to force it. I mean, technically, yes, we did. Because we're still, we're a popular band, but we're not out out there, out there, you know? So, I mean, stuff like that, you know, you have to still do. We're, we'll probably do another one. Um, but do you have to do it again and again and again? That's what I'm kind of getting at with Woodstock. Like, you know, did they need to do that? Did they, did, like, do we need to do the 50th? And, and now it's canceled, I understand, but... You know, 99 wasn't a very positive look after that. I'm sure that Michael Landon guy and his team and corporation is trying to recoup on that. Um, still, I don't know. I mean, I, it's unfortunate, but I think there was a couple more deaths and there was, I think, one or two rapes right in the middle of the fucking show, um, which was crazy. Uh, and it was another big one, too. It was 400,000 people. Um, that's, that's not a small show. And I think the band, that's when I think we started to see, I think Limp Biscuit played and, and, um, and all the, you know, that, that type of stuff. I, I don't remember. Yeah, I think it was Corn, all those bands. Kid Rock was out there. Um, I remember the Chili Peppers happened. That's when all that like crazy shit went down. Um, I remember they blamed like Limp Biscuit. For it going down, like like just the fall of it, I don't know, like something they did, they could have prevented something. Um, so yeah, and then and then another another thing is, I mean, and this is no disrespect, but I mean the way thing the way festivals have been going, I mean, is it really the Woodstock vibe when I don't know you're paying eight hundred dollars a day to see you know, DJ Khaled and then like Simon and Garfunkel here and there, like I I don't you know is, I hope that makes sense, but like. You know these festivals and it's a tribute too so i mean you have to have some of the older bands out there and stuff like that but i don't know do we need do we need the 1975 at at woodstock i don't know there's so much vast stuff now and i mean i mean and don't get me wrong festivals have been doing this there's hip-hop and dance and and rock it's all good um but I don't, you know, again, I don't know. I don't think ninety nine, and it's canceled. So who cares? Like, I mean, I could look up ticket prices or whatever, but who the hell cares? It's not even gonna happen. So I don't know. Maybe fifty one. Maybe fifty one's a number. Fifty first anniversary of Woodstock. So yeah. So that's my. That's what I've been thinking about on that. Um, just kind of weird. Just kind of weird thinking. But that documentary is great. Check it out. Uh, I think I hear I think I hear a little one I think it's my daughter Well we'll find out in a second She'll just come bashing through here She does not care I could get I was thinking about doing the full house Like Uncle Jesse thing Where like He put a red light on his studio Before he walked downstairs I, I remember somebody like Ruined his recording with the With the Beach Boys or something and uh, he put a red light up there and he told the whole family, this light's on, you can't come down here. Anyway, thinking about getting that, but she wouldn't even really care about that. Um, Kaleo is my nephew. He sleeps a little bit longer. Um, 
they've kind of flip flop. He takes a little bit longer to get down. Um, these days, I don't know. He's shaking the bottle too, which isn't fun. Uh, I'm pretty sure he hates me for it. Um, mom and dad are are getting down. I mean, obviously there's their idea. I just kind of whatever. Hey, we're doing this. Then I just I oblige and make sure that happens. Except uncle's a little more. I don't know. Crazy. I'm just like, all right, cool. You don't even need a bottle. I'm like, I don't know. My mom. I don't know. I think I get this from my mom, but I'm just like, oh, you don't want to do that? Fine, no bottle. You're going to bed. Which is not punishment. I mean, he gets a bottle when he gets here, and he gets one after or when they get when they get here to pick him up. But I don't know. Um, it's just it's, he's got a lot going on. He's got that, and he's potty training, which he's been doing good. Um, you know, I make him go to the bathroom and ask him, and it's cool for me because this is all prep for when my daughter starts which will be coming up right after her. And not to mention, the terrible twos have already started for her. It's just outrageous. Um, so yeah, again, she might, yeah, she might ruin this. I don't know. I don't have, I don't hear any crying yet. Um, probably will. It's funny, it's funny when they cry. They, they cry over the silliest things. Um, like, they don't want to go to the park, but then you go to the park, and then, I don't know, it's weird. This is Kaleo. That's Kaleo's cry when I don't give him when I don't give him a bottle, and then I'm like, "You're hell, I'm not getting a bottle now." And then I don't know. That's another Kaleo one. I think that's more Kaleo. This is more my daughter. Yeah, this is more Lily. She's crazy. And Leo, yeah, no bottle, Leo. And that's what you get out of Leo. Um, but you know they're one and two. What are you gonna do? Um. Yeah, I'm definitely hearing some ruckus out of there. So, yeah, uh, real quick. Oh, yeah, at the park yesterday. Oh, my God, not cool, not cool. So we're rolling up to the park, and we live in a pretty nice neighborhood. I don't know. I've, I've, this is my second or third time moving back into this neighborhood. I love the neighborhood we're in again. Um, but there's a nice park right down the street. I take the kids there often, but for some reason, a bunch of crackheads live there and all this stuff. And we rolled up. It was fine, but I'm pretty sure... There was sexual activity between two meth heads in an explorer. They might and and <laughs> so whatever. That's fine, I guess. I don't know. I'm a, kind of accustomed to that shit, I guess. Somehow, I don't know. San Jose is weird. I had a weird life. I don't know. I've seen everything pretty much. Um, but so I mean, I kind of knew something nasty. They were either dead or doing something nasty. But I didn't expect two dudes to get out. Uh, and then the guy's car didn't even, like, run, really. They had to, like, fuck with it. And then the one guy took off, but they pushed the car out in reverse, and then, like, they pushed the car, and then the guy drove off. It was really weird. Um, so, I don't know, it's just kind of weird. Kind of unacceptable, I think, for the neighborhood. Um, so, I don't know. That was just kind of something I noticed the other day. I think it was yesterday. It wasn't very good. Um, other than that, I think I'm gonna we're gonna do the beach on Friday, unless they misbehave, which my threshold is very small. Um, then I don't know. A tree fell on my car the other day, so uh, I'm waiting for an estimator to come. So that that could blow everything out of the water. Uh, so yeah, uh, but yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll just keep it short today. Again, I kind of hear them ruckusing around, so it might be better if we do. Um, uh-oh, here we go, here's some footsteps. And... Liliana! What's up, girl?
Bosaka. She's got a mean little stomp going on. I wonder if she woke up Cleo. Did you wake up Cleo? Yeah, let's not wake up Cleo. Let's not do it. It's better. I don't want to hear. Yeah, let's not hear Cleo. That's all I want to hear right now. That and snoring. Um. So yeah. Maybe we'll maybe we'll wrap this up. So. Thanks, you know, thanks everybody for joining. This is going to be awesome. We're going to have a fun time coming up. Ooh, they're both up. They're both up. So for all the folks that know, this is this is how it goes. One minute you're having fun, the next minute uh, your kid's awake and you got to go. Um, so yeah, maybe we'll call it today. I can't wait for the, the next, next episode. Um, I got a future guest hopefully lined up. Good friend of mine, uh, Robbie Brown. Uh, surfer, skateboarder, um, everything. Uh, this guy's an awesome dad. Uh, so just want to sit down, shop, shop it up with him. Um, he's got a lot to tell. Uh, he's a photographer as well, and we'll uh, maybe get into some fantasy football. Uh, football season's coming up. Can't wait for that. Uh, you know everything. Sport, sport, sports, man. Let's do some sports. Bowling, bowling. I'm into bowling. Uh, golf, all day. We'll get into some golf. Uh, I got a lot to talk about with golf. So, yeah, um, let's get out of here. These kids are up. Um, yeah, can't wait for next week. Thanks again, everybody. Thanks for thanks again. Um, everybody give yourself a round of applause. This is, this is just great. Uh, I'm excited to keep doing this. Uh, and, yeah, I'll see you next week. We'll get into some more golf. We'll get into some of my... Uh, my rants about uh, uh, some golf courses around here, upping the price on the weekends, Trump golf courses, whatever interests you the most. So thanks again, everybody. Uh, the nap hour is over, and I'll see you next time, all right? Adios.